Hi, this is Alex Hicken with the Vatican Bros Podcast. We are recording episode three of season four. Um, the live stream that we are recording through Green Room will be posted as a. Um, We posted as an episode of the Talk to You Later Show podcast. So, yeah. Um, my team is... Uh, hey, Trevor's on. Kyler's going to join us. Uh, so. I got to get him signed up for a. Hey, Trevor. Yeah, I'm running uh, this green room on uh, an iOS device, so if you want to um, make comments during the podcast, we could uh, field your questions while we talk the topics. If you want to contribute to the very the Talk to Later Show podcast, you can just request a talk while we're getting the team together, and you can talk to us after the podcast. Also, I'll be playing some of Kyler's music while we're waiting, so it's not quiet. And he's gone. Hey, Trevor, finally he's here. Yeah. Yeah, Kyler is uh, trying to figure out green room. Oh, <laughs> I, I haven't sent him a link yet. <laughs> Yeah, Kyla should be coming on pretty soon.
I have a lot of topics today, more than recently. Guys, episode four. <laughs> yeah, I will edit you. I'll edit that out of the Hicken Bros podcast. But you could have a season. You could have an episode four <laughs> on the Talk to You Later show, but. I'm going to keep it on. Let's see if it works. It works for you. Yeah, I should play some of Kylie's music while I'm figuring this out with him. Okay, here we go. Why doesn't it show you? It's weird. No, oh, this does not sound good. This is a Wi-Fi call we can wear. It doesn't sound so good coming out of my phone. It's not going to sound good. Oh, if I switch app, that's not the song slows down.
looks so weird. Not even maybe it's the houses sucks. My app there he is. Up. What? I invited him to the app. Hopefully that will work. I think the app's messed up because it shows you twice. As yeah. listeners, not on stage. <laughs> well, I'm talking, Invite to speak. Using DuckTuckGo browser because it seems to suck really bad. Because it could, you can't play the music, post stream the music very well. Maybe if I use a different browser. <laughs> it still says I'm the only one on the stage, so I don't know what's happening. Okay, now it says Kylie's on stage, but you're not on stage. Tyler's on the stage. Oh, oops, I had myself muted. Hey, you made it. Yeah, yeah. so it shows me and Kyler on stage, and then Alex yeah. is in others in the awesome. room. I don't understand what's happening. Well, if you could hear me, I'm in. I'm on the stage. <laughs> yeah, this mess. I mean, this app's still messed up. Yeah, it's like a baby. Yeah, it's still. It says still. Oh. Still improving. Still a buggy. Yeah, well, just as long as we get to we talk fine, it's good. Okay. 
And we have a lot to talk about, so why is the topic so what? so light in color? Light in color? You want to bold? Yeah. I can bold it. Like, like that. You want it like, pink? It's like white. It's an off-white color. Uh, it's black on my screen. Oh, that's weird. Maybe you change the font to be so thin that it looks like off-white. <sighs> there it goes. So, uh, you ready, Trevor? I'm ready. Okay, Kyler, uh, are you ready? Kyler? I don't know what's going on with this thing. Request. Oh, I had to push a check mark on it. There we go. Yeah, this is all messed up. <laughs> like, it wouldn't let him join unless I, like, allowed him to. <laughs> yeah, you're on for a little bit. So, uh, are you all set up and ready? You and me? Kyler? Oh, yeah. I think we're all ready. You have the computer set up, and we're going to record with the... We're basically going to do the same thing as before. Okay, so still record with the computer? You got it. Yeah, we'll still record. Can do. Can do. Do it right now. Evolution. Hello. 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 Okay, that's working well. Wow, we have two other Alexes on uh, watching in the room. That's cool. Yeah, I got the got we got an audience. <laughs> Just populated with their own computers. <laughs> Still counts as viewers. <laughs> they can artificially uh, increase. Let me grab a drink. I have my oh, computer yeah. out or the. I'm just using my girlfriend's laptop again. That's fine. Uh, for the time being. Uh, and I'm ready to record. Okay. I have this rock band mic from a long time ago <laughs> that is connectable via USB. I think I still have that. I just don't. I haven't messed around with the audio, so I think for next week I'll have to have to do that, figure it out, or I'll have to figure yeah. out how to set up my Turtle Beach headset because I can connect it via USB. It's just right. not taking it as an audio device, so I'm sure there's some kind of a way I can figure it out. Hmm. Yeah. Well, we have a lot of topics and things to go through, so we should. Uh... Get to it. Until I'm ready. So you know when to start recording.
Okay. Counting down from three. Click when I say click. Click when you say click, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, by the way, um, someone said hello in our chat. Really? Um, Joseph said, what up? I can't respond because uh, the chat's not available on Android. Yeah, and we have uh, a few people in the room. Oh, he's nice. gone. Never mind. Scared him away. Oh. Sorry. Well, I have the chat, whatever. I don't see any chat in there. Uh, it just says, what up? That's all it says. Hmm. I don't know how you see it if you're on Android. <laughs> We just can't write anything in it. Oh, that's how it's like? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll go over what's going on. And count it off in three. Okay, I'm going to check this real quick. Okay. Okay. It works. Okay. Three, two, one, click. Hi, this is Alex again with the Very Bros Podcast, recording episode three of season four. Uh, yeah, Kyler is with us. How are you doing? Doing well, doing well. Uh, yeah, my week is doing pretty well. We're keeping busy at work. I'm starting to practice uh, the Trimble program more often. So I'm kind of broadening my skills. Last week, I uh, said I listened to Nick's song so much during work that my ears started ringing. And it's still ringing. But when I was looking up, like, ringing in the ears, it took brought up this term, I don't know what, might be some medical term called, it's called like... Tinnitus. Tinnitus, tinnitus. yeah. Yeah, it's called tinnitus. <laughs> That's how you get tinnitus. Yeah, it's weird because it says one way you could uh, treat it is through cognitive behavioral therapy, and I realized that I only hear the ringing when I think about it. <laughs> It's not only at those times, but I, I, if I'm not thinking about it, I don't hear the ringing. It's kind of weird that, I, yeah. It's on your head. Yeah. Oh, how is, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, how's your week, Trevor? Been good. It's uh, Wednesday already, so... For people in Utah, tomorrow is kind of like a Friday. Not for me. I work through a through weekend. Sunday is my only day off. Yeah, tomorrow I'm driving down to St. George to see my grandma, kind of. My wife's grandma. So we need to record tonight. <laughs> yeah. I, um... Finally got a game I've been wanting to get, a vintage uh, Game Boy Advance game. The, uh, it's like the fourth game in the Metroid series. Uh, Metroid nice. Fusion. 
Yeah, I had to win a auction bid on eBay. And I just like overpriced myself, and I won it for like seventy one dollars instead of what I put up. So it's good. Those games are expensive. <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't want to settle for a reproduction code, which is basically like a knockoff fake version. Did it arrive yet? No, it's supposed to arrive like beginning next week. Mm-hmm. And I'm still contemplating if I really need to um, mod my Game Boy Advance with the LCD display or not. IPS display. Mm-hmm. And I did, uh, I tweeted this like a couple of days ago. Um, I, I backed up a Metroidvania, which is the same vein. Same genre as Metroid, obviously. Comes from the name Metroid and Castlevania, the genre. Basically, any kind of 2D uh, platformer where you go through uh, obtaining like, different abilities that you can upgrade. And they're usually more dif- like, difficult, like a few hits and you're dead. Um, so back this one, it's called Marco Beyond Brave. I thought it was different because they use more cartoonish kind of uh, art. And it seemed very un- underrated compared to another one that's uh, also on Kickstarter called Crone, Pro Sworn. Um, yeah, that one's already completely funded. This one's not. So I was like, I'm not a, I'd rather like back a project as not. Uh, likely to be funded opposed to one that's completely funded in like the first three hours. Um, yeah. It, <laughs> you gotta support yeah. your dog. Yeah, and I, I believe that if anything, video game, like a developer, they all deserve a chance to show like what they made of, right? Like Hollow Knights, like three to four people in that whole studio and it came out like with one of the probably best Metroidvania games in the last ten years. So shows That's very impressive. Yeah. Um and this game is based on like a a different lore. It's coming from like Slavic lore and like mythology. Um so yeah, I have very little knowledge about that. So it'd be interesting to like learn things about that. Um, yeah, so I, if you're interested in platformer, like Dark Souls style games that are hard to beat, then go and check it out. Yeah, Trevor tweeted about it. His Twitter is at Hicken. One thing that I backed up is a different type of backup. <laughs> I've been trying to think of a way to get my blog onto my dot crypto domain and I was trying to think like oh how maybe I could uh, download my RSS feed and then put that into code or something or put that into uh, what's it called XML or something and then put that into my website and I was looking into it and I realized that if you back up your blogger uh, but blog you could just download the xml 
So I don't have to look into like downloading or somehow getting my RSS feed. I just hope that the XML is not like made to be some proprietary XML thing and I can't really use it. I have to look into that when I have time. But I am working on getting my blog onto uh, my dot crypto domain. So, uh, Kyler, how are you enjoying your computer? Dude, it's great. It is so nice to have a computer again. <laughs> uh, but, man, I have everything up and going, man. We replaced Edge with uh, Chrome. Uh-huh. got installed, of course, and that's up and running. Um, got Steam installed. We got GIMP. It's great. Mm-hmm. And it's fast, man. <laughs> my computer, uh, awesome. my old computer, used to like make a grinding noise <laughs> whenever I turned it on. Uh, <laughs> this one doesn't make any noise. <laughs> nice. So, Charlie has yeah. a good SSD in it. It's silent. Yeah, it's super fast. I don't think it has a solid state drive. No, it's hard drive, but oh. it's two terabytes. Oh, dang. That's good. Yeah, so I'm downloading everything and I still have like, too much space. <laughs> <It's pretty> nice. <laughs> I call that, whenever I have unlimited space, I call that unlimited potential to do whatever I want. <laughs> I yeah. Download anything. <laughs> Download every single uh, instrument and stuff you need for any songs. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, some of these, uh, some of these plugins are, are huge, mm-hmm. a couple hundred gigabytes, and so to have this space is going to be really nice. Wow. <laughs> rely on an external drive, or or have to uh, constantly sift through files and delete old stuff. Yeah, a couple hundred yeah. gigabytes is a lot. It's like a fifth of a terabyte. <laughs> yeah, I've seen uh, I've seen some libraries go up to like a ninety-eight, one hundred and two gigabytes. Wow, two hundred gigabytes. Yeah, that's crazy. But it's high so, quality. Yeah, it's good stuff. Have you engaged in any tech communities yet, Kyler? I haven't. Mm-hmm. I I mean I, I do in a way because I like I'm on Telegram. Yeah. You know, I contribute to like various channels. Like there's yeah. a Proton channel and like different other ones. Yeah, I heard that uh Proton I don't know if it's the same company or what if it's the same as what you're talking about, they but they put uh, a program for the Proton VPN on Linux. I'm trying to figure out how to get that on my phone. I don't know if I told you, but I have a Linux phone. <laughs> no. Yeah. That's really uh, cool. Yeah. The software is, and the hardware is kind of... They're not, like, super well-developed or high-end, so some people might not like it, but... I'd do fine with it. I don't want to be on Android or Apple. <laughs> so I like it. Yeah, it's really interesting. I didn't even know. I forgot that was a thing, to be honest. I remember it was all the rage back then. Like they were they were trying to do Ubuntu OS, but. Yeah. Cool. 
Yeah, the guy that founded uh, Pine64, that they make the Pine phone, that's the name of uh, the phone. I think he took over Ubuntu OS or something, mobile. So he tried to keep it going. And there's a lot of mobile OSs now for phones or for on Linux. But I haven't really explored that much. Yeah, uh, I think I saw there's like Arc Linux and the other mainstream uh, versions yeah, that you can I get got, mobilized. I got one of the first versions, like the community version, and it has uh, um, what is it called? It's it's Mobian. <laughs> it's, it's based on uh, Debian. But they yeah. they changed. They released a new version of Pine Phone, and it's based on Manjaro, I think. So yeah, Manjaro is yeah one of those kind of like Arch Linux, which just builds everything in source. Yeah, but Pine Phone or Pine sixty four had some news this week. Um, they announced that the <clears throat> the Pine Time watch that they have for their ecosystem, it's uh, I think they're fully developed and ready to ship it as a final product, and it's sealed. And uh, yeah, there is developer versions for it, but they're ready to sell it. When I last time looked into it, they had like. Uh, for some reason, you had to buy three of them at a time. <laughs> so, but now you could buy one of them at a time. It's a really good deal because they only cost twenty six dollars because they're on a community edition right now. But yeah, it's going to be bumped up to thirty dollars, even though it's not that much. <laughs> um, the it's, it looks like a really basic watch. It's not uh, that amazing of a design. It has some basic features like a stopwatch, uh, music navigation if you're on your phone listening to music. It has a heart rate monitor and a step counter. But uh, yeah, we expect there's going to be a lot more features developed because it is open source. And, yeah, I was thinking about it, like, it's kind of like the Apple Watch. Currently, it only is compatible with the Pine phone, but they are planning for it to be available for Android or compatible with Android and iOS. So that's pretty crazy, I think. <laughs> uh, what else? The screen is touchscreen, <laughs> and the battery life is 180 milliamp hours. The hardware is the hardware is weak. <laughs> it it has uh, 64 kilobytes of RAM. <laughs> it has uh, five kilobytes of RAM. Yeah, <laughs> it's like less than a. Game Boy Advance or something. 
512 kilobytes of flash storage and uh, has four megabytes of additional flash storage, or if that makes sense. Hmm. Is this selling for like a hundred bucks or something? No, it's only 30 bucks. Oh, okay, okay, good. Yeah. yeah if I were to fill... <laughs> what? Yeah. $30, I'd pay for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if... Uh... If I were to make a device, yeah, it has a vibration actuator, and if I, I like app, I like Apple Watches a lot because it could vibrate on my arm and help me wake up without having a loud alarm. So yeah, if I were to make a app or a feature for this phone, it would be that, and. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, I was tempted to buy it, but I haven't budgeted for it yet. And yeah, I don't know how functional it would be. Uh, yeah, so uh, going through... Uh, with Linux news, uh, Microsoft also uh, announced some kind of Linux di- distro for their Microsoft uh, server and edge-based projects. Um, this is <laughs> uh, counter to what Balmer said in <laughs> 2001, that Linux is a cancer. Um <laughs> Yeah, Microsoft has fully embraced Linux in multiple ways. They've actually uh, integrated it in their subsystem for Windows 10, so you can access uh, like Linux files and programs through that. And I guess now that they have a full-on Linux distro that you can download and use for different things. Wow. Yeah, it's called... It's an interesting, uh, weird name. CBL Marinator. Marinator. <laughs> it's an uh, open source MIT license. Mm. So it's regular uh, distro. I don't know how it looks. Or... I did. It does say that um, it's not like super user friendly. You have to have some know abouts about like Linux and how to use it and stuff. So. It's probably not super like Linux, uh, like GUI, and fi- uh, like Ford, for like uh, transferring from Windows. Yeah, I think it's just for like projects at the moment. Yeah, it's probably some side project from a Microsoft guy. <laughs> they just said, "Oh yeah, sure, it could be official for us." <laughs> yeah. So that's my little cool, I guess, change of heart Microsoft's coming through with uh, on Linux. Yeah, we have a lot of quick little topics. I have two more topics. We we have little sections in the podcast. We have quick topics, and we go into longer topics afterwards. And my couple quick topics are follow-up on previous uh 
um, topics we've talked about. We have talked about RCS previously. It stand, I think it stands for Rich Communication System. Is that right, Trevor? Uh, sounds right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's going to... Google is intending for it to replace SMS on Android phones. And... The companies appear to be keep finally taking Google seriously this year. <laughs> um, let's see. It says a quote I quote from the article Google's deal with the Verizon caps a fury a flurry of RCS activity that kicks off this that kicked off this past March with the T-Mobile deal. Then the end to, and then the end of encrypted chat beta in June, and finally a deal with AT&T in June as well. Yeah, Verizon is planning to implement uh, RCS on their phones at the beginning of next year. So uh, most everybody will be on RCS on Android at the beginning of next year. Yeah, I think um, Google Pixel users and anyone that's like Google or like tech enthusiasts might already beyond the RCS. Yep. Are you a RCS uh, advocate or enthusiast, Kyler? Yeah, I have it on my phone and I think it's really it's nice to have kind of like a I don't have to download Telegram anymore or I don't have to worry about uploading a file to Google Photos and then sending them a link if I want to send them if I want to send something. Oh, yeah. I can just send it in full quality. I can send a, a, a song in full quality if I wanted to, uh, you know, of mine or an MP3. I don't know. I think it's really cool. Plus yeah, I was wondering how much you could red. send. Because I was saying, like, yeah, you, you could... Uh, RCS makes, basically makes SMS as feature-rich as basically any messaging platform where you could send pictures and GIFs and... I don't know if you can send videos, but it, you were saying that you can send um, songs and you can do video, and it doesn't compress it at all. It just sends the original quality, so it, you don't have to worry about sending bad videos anymore. <laughs> and this is yeah. uh, this is all without using any data. It uses data. It doesn't it use does? any text. Yeah, it's all through data. Oh, I, I thought it replaces SMS, so it wouldn't need data. Hmm. Well, they've got to get it to the web and transfer it to another person somehow, so I don't know how it's getting transferred. Um, it pretty much mm. converts any kind of SMS service to, like, WhatsApp-style app. Or Telegram, same idea. 
Hmm. It seems like my understanding of RCS is wrong if it uh, depends on data. I thought it didn't. I mean, SMS is basically just really small chunks of data that being sent. Yeah, but you're not, you could send it without data. Yeah. You, you know, like the internet or Wi-Fi. <laughs> I mean, I can test it out right now. I can send my, I can try to send somebody a message, an RCS message without any Wi-Fi or data. Oh, you know, I would, I would actually leave the, I would leave the room though. I just realized, <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, we, we could try it afterwards. <laughs> Got a little excited. Um, <laughs> what's uh, new in Android? Well, uh, one of the things I noticed right away as a rooted user was someone had made a module to enable the Silk Gboard with the, I might be pronouncing this wrong, the Monet, the, the new theming system for Android, like the material. Oh, yeah. View, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they made a module for it you can flash, and it turns your keyboard into the new keyboard. But I realized it doesn't work <laughs> on the beta. Um, I went through the application's flags and preferences in XML, and I couldn't find any of the, f- the flags they had prior related to Material U or Monet. Oh, man. So that's kind of interesting. But at the same time, I saw an Android uh, Police article um, that mentioned they were rolling it out. Uh, I still haven't gotten it. I might try uninstalling or, like, going back to the stock version and updating it again to see if I can force push it. (laughs) Mm. I don't know if that'll actually work. But that's... Is that, like, a server-side thing? Yes, server-side rollout looks like... I even went back and downloaded some of the old APKs, and I couldn't get it enabled. <laughs> um, Is that starting from the 12 beta and up, or can you get that beta, in the 11? Uh, I think it's just be- the Android 12 and up, yeah, because it started, okay. it started in beta 2 or 2.1. Okay. Um, and they also have scrolling screenshots. Finally, they rolled out. So that's really awesome to be able to... Rec- capture uh, really long capt- screenshots. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> capture long screenshots. Ca- capture long... Or conversations. Or, yeah. Yeah. Or even well, now I can capture more flags easily or I can roll it out in case I find something new in Android Messages and I want to tweet about it. Like, I don't have, it'll be less work for me to have to use, like, Screen Master or something and, like, yeah. fetch all the images. It just does it automatically now. That's crazy. Yeah, I think I saw you yeah. tweet, like, a text or on Twitter. <laughs> you saw you shared a bunch of stuff and it was just a really long pay, uh, picture. I think <laughs> yeah, you... Yeah, I was just... just... I was excited to have it out. It was nice because that forever they teased it and teased it and promised it, and it's <laughs> finally here. Nice. Uh, they also have um, the screen on time feature back in the battery stats. <clears throat> I heard that um, people were going kind of crazy over it on the Google issue tracker. So I guess they feel felt obligated or, or kind of forced to, but it's nice now again to know 
without having to use AccuBattery or like Battery Guru to know how long mm-hmm. my screen's on for. <laughs> I just like to know. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen any uh, beta updates for the OnePlus devices since they had like a dang kind of bad, a bad like update that didn't really uh, work very well for many features. So hopefully it comes around for OnePlus. <laughs> yeah, from my understanding, they're they were a great company. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you had it's, phone, I guess, you yeah, I still have, uh, I mean, I have the last phone they recently yeah. came out with, the 9 Pro. Uh, I, throughout, I, I guess, in, in probably North America, it's the third most recommended company, so that's crazy. Wow. I agree. So I'm guessing it goes Apple, Samsung, and then OnePlus. Yeah, it's I don't know where. <laughs> I don't like, see what's uh, the second one. Don't see Sony or anyone else beating them. So, uh-huh. yeah. Um, uh, with uh, releases and stuff, um, this game's been highly anticipated. Uh, it's a MOBA and likes. Of like League of Legends, Pokemon has their own <laughs> their own game now. It's a MOBA coming out for Switch this mo- as week. I think it might be releasing later on mobile. That's um, so crazy. Yeah, so I mean, if you're in that style, the genre of games, you like to <laughs> go head to head with another team and evolve Pokemon to get new moves and battle it out, then you might like. Pokemon Unite. (laughs) Yeah, so... That'd be interesting to kind of watch. uh, (laughs) Yeah. It's supposed to... Hopefully it gets big enough to have, like, an eSports. I'd watch that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think it'd be fun to watch. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, it came out today, like, at midnight, so people are playing it. Mm Mm-hmm. Are you ready for my next quick topic? Go ahead. This next topic is about uh, Lightyear. <laughs> I mean, I'm, when I covered this topic the first time, I remember fumbling over it and <laughs> kind of making a fool of myself. <laughs> um, but Lightyear is a company that they could actually be a competitor to Tesla. They, but they're barely getting uh, started. The edge that this company has over Tesla and other EV makers is that their cars are solar powered. Uh, and Lightyear has chosen a manufacturer to manufacture their cars. And that company is called Velmet. They are... Uh, based in Finland. Um, Valmet has more than 50 years of experience, and they even manufactured Mercedes-Benz, 
uh, Saab, Cars, and uh, Porsche. So, yeah, that's a, a little quick thing. Um, one thing that's nice with this company is that they actually have, uh, they make batteries. And, yeah, to tell, uh, for Kylie's sake, I'll say, um, I'll talk more about the car. The car actually looks pretty nice, but uh, it actually has a pretty good mileage range. It has uh, 400, about 450 miles of range. And if you're like a casual driver, you'll probably never need to charge your car if you leave it out in the sun. <laughs> if it's inside, you, it might not charge very well <laughs> or if you put it in your garage. But it charges about uh, 24 to 37 miles, about that much charge each day. So you have to learn how to balance it if you don't really care to charge it. Um, so if you go driving for pretty far ways and expect it to be at full charge the next morning. <laughs> it's not going to be at full charge. You have you should charge it. Um, yeah, one thing that's kind of interesting is that Lightyear said that they're planning to have a new prototype out before they um, do the limited run of their production of the Lightyear 1 car. And yeah, that's that. Uh... And what do you think about uh, EVs, uh, Kyler? Uh, electronic vehicles, kind of cool. Yeah, I think uh, I think we are, <laughs> with my very very limited knowledge, I think we are making good progress towards vehicles like that i think it's just going to be really difficult to get everybody or most of the population to adapt eventually once it becomes standard but that's like way in the future yeah i hope the future transitions to uh, uh hydrogen fuel cars uh, i think making batteries is destructive especially if we make billions of these cars you <laughs> know um, but, uh, yeah, they think, um, it's good, uh, to reduce the uh, carbon emissions. Yeah. Speaking about, uh, carbon emissions, there's a alleged, uh, uh, cryptocurrency mining operation that was, shut down uh what day was this sometime early this week 18 so yeah three days ago yeah it's uh in ukraine uh, apparently there's 3800 uh ps4 slims um that were thought to be mining uh cryptocurrency like bitcoin <laughs> uh but the faculty had <laughs> 
stolen this electricity, which is basically uh, avoiding like uh, up to $259,000 of electricity per month using these PS4s. Um, nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they had tampered with the uh, electricity uh, meters, so did not record the actual it's electricity. Crazy. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's interesting. I've heard of PS4 is being used for like cryptocurrency mining. Uh, I know they've tried to use the PS5 because obviously that'd be way easier, be a lot easier, better hash rate for cryptocurrency mining. But I don't think it's possible. So, um, but and then later there was an update in that. <laughs> The whole story that it actually wasn't cryptocurrency mining at all. It was just for FIFA 21. They're just trying to get this currency that you can sell for cheap online. Uh, it's just in-game currency to buy like loot boxes and stuff. So not as bad as cryptocurrency mining, but still stupid that they're stealing electricity to do it. Um, That's pretty stupid. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, I mean, still kind of sketchy, uh, but not as bad as it was originally thought. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I thought it was funny just to see, like, I thought it was serious at first, and then when I saw it was just FIFA Ultimate Team Coined, I'm like, wow, this is stupid. This is ridiculous. Why would you go and look, <laughs> gather 3,800 PS4s just to do that? Like, Okay. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't think that PlayStation 4 has a good hash rate. No, yeah, be... definitely. It's years behind now, probably like 10 year old technology in this. Yeah. They weren't even the pro models because most of these um, processors and graph cards they work with are usually older than when they're manufactured because they have to be working on these like years in advance. So they have the cheaper chip and also it's easier to produce. So it's not super expensive on their part. Hmm. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. The two companies strategies because uh, Xbox seems to be like making a new console kind of, seems like they try to keep the hardware more updated each year but PlayStation has like a new version once every like five six years or so (laughs) I don't know how often but it seems like the generations take a lot longer yeah it was like a 0.5 jump from the original PS4 slim to the pro model and then they released PS5 with uh, the digital editions and Microsoft decided hey we'll do two different models one that's like a Series S which is basically a it's like a it's like a uh, Xbox One S or X but like slightly better but they took out like a disk drive so it's also digital only and then they have the series x which is the flagship 
console. Am I right, Kyler, about uh, Xboxes? Uh, do they keep the hardware pretty high up there with each version? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. Yeah. I know this, I mean, Sony is known for like little tiny revisions every year, so like there's, there's like leaks pointing to a new PS5 digital edition, it's supposed to be like 300 grams lighter and slightly smaller design, but it's like nothing super important compared to like a Switch OLED model or like a new like form factor, right? Just like a little slight update revision. Yeah, I kind of feel like um, Xbox kind of has the same culture as like uh, Xbox kind of, but not as obvious. I mean, Xbox has the same culture as iPhone, (laughs) where each year they try to make slight improvements to make it better and better. You mean like a smartphone? Yeah, but just for the Xbox console. Yeah, I think the I think the ecosystem is different than PlayStation. Yeah, I mean, uh, thing they're trying to drive out is subscriptions to the service, which is what is it called? Uh, Game Pass. Basically, everything can be played on anything as long as you're subscribed. Yeah, they say, like, the next, I think, Xbox Series X is going to be, like, the next generation, but I, I don't really, I'm not that big into Xbox, but I, I think that it's not as meaningful as PlayStation's next generation because Xbox has been improving at each year with each model. I mean, it's still head-to-head with the PS5, so it's not like a not like it's not a big deal. It's still yeah, considered next Xbox's generation. Yeah, launch has been so bad. <laughs> not bad. It's just they don't have any, like, first-party games that <laughs> they had helped, like Halo or any exclusives. That, so far, Sony only has a couple, but it's not anything mm-hmm. that they, like, you have to buy this game to play it. It seems like what Sony is actually going is going backwards now to support the PS4 uh, market base because they have millions that are not on the PS5 and they can't get their hands on it, so they have to sell games somehow. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, on a slightly different note, uh, it was pretty (laughs) cool. I was able to... uh, watch the main singer from Code and Cambia. He went live on Twitch and he played the song early before the release of the next uh, album. It was really good. Have you listened to it, Alex? Told no, you? I didn't. It's, it's really good. It's like, um, it sounds like the earlier album, but like a little more amped up. and It's more like a hard rock like progressive song I'd say it's mm-hmm. accessible for many people easy to listen to super That's catchy good. chorus I love the story because the album art for the single is like a 
this guy and he has he's like conjoined at the shoulder with this other guy that's what the name is referring to his shoulders his shoulder he like his head's like within his shoulders so he's like saying like hey like because apparently in the story like this guy he somehow um <laughs> conjoined with him they, they weren't always together um so he's like saying like oh yeah i wasn't like the one you like we weren't chose we didn't like choose to be together like but like that's how it is like just gotta live with it like i'm sticking around uh, it's a cool song uh, i'd recommend you listen to it mm-hmm. it's on youtube it was released today at midnight so cool stuff a lot of things we said midnight it seems like you've had a pretty exciting uh, day Oh, yeah, I didn't download Pokemon Unite, but other people did, so. <laughs> I was just playing Overwatch, so. What console did you say Pokemon Unite's on? Uh, the Nintendo Switch. Switch. Yeah, yeah, so you can download on your uh, Switch Lite. <laughs> hmm. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe uh, we can play... Yeah, I'm a team together. Yeah, um, so do you have a musical topic relating to what I mentioned, I guess? Zim it <laughs> off. <laughs> off top. Well, Kyler, earlier this week, he tweeted, I think, is it Virtual Riot? Right. She yes. said something about the evolution of dubstep. Yeah, it was just kind of a passing question. So, when Serum was released, I think he made that album. I remember he posted on Instagram like some teasers of it. And it sounded different than old dubstep, I guess. The sound sounded, just sounded different. So, come release of the EP people were freaking out over a song called Warm Ups by him. And they were like, how do you match the, the, like the bass, the sub to the bass or the sub to the something, volume or something? Because that had never been done before in a song. And it turns out that it was Serum. And Virtual Riot had then shortly after, I think, or at some point shortly after, he had made a tutorial on Serum. And he had made preset packs, which some artists used in their songs uh, for Serum. And I was just kind of curious if that, if he thinks that that song or that EP kind of helped push the evolution of dubstep. Because after after that, after Serum was released and Virtual Riot kind of, I think in my opinion, he he kind of like showed the world (laughs) Serum, what Serum can do at that time. People were like, huh, that's different. I want to make that. So then they got on board too. But I could be wrong. That's just what I think. So is he still using that? Yeah. A lot of a lot of artists uh, still use Serum. Um, and it's still updated pretty constantly too. Yeah, I think I saw you use it still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, had, I um, bought it. Did you say that 
they have the bass uh, match the volume of the song somehow. Yeah, you can match the. You can link. I don't have serum in front of me. You can link the the uh, the the bass. You can also change the bass wave type, like sine wave or a square wave or a saw wave, um, and the octave. You can also change to an LFO. So you can make the, the pitch go up and down, that means. But again, that just had never been done. So yeah. How, uh, what year was this when he started doing that? Oh, man. Like, it was like 10 years ago? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. five years ago now. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, I haven't kept up with dubstep in a long time. Like, I remember in high school, it was huge. Like, everyone was into it, and just, it was everyone making music, listening to dubstep, and crazy. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Yeah, um, speaking of dubstep, we've got something funky coming from Google. Um, <laughs> Chrome OS is moving out of uh, Chromebooks, and I guess there was a leak from HP saying there's a Chrome base. It's all in one with a rotatable screen, 21.5 inch touchscreen. Um, with some kind of speaker it sits on with like a uh, soft touch. So it's, I'm guessing it's like a 360 uh, speaker that's on top of, but I'm just kind of confused because the max specs you can get on it is a Intel, Intel Core 1 uh, i3. I mean, so, uh, I mean, yeah, I understand Chrome West isn't like, super intense and you're not going to find apps that are going to use that processing power but i3 is kind of of like the lowest in bracket you can get in in like a good computer might as well give options for i5 or like higher than that so if you want to do more than just standard computing you can edit like software edit things with software would be nice Mm-hmm. It's pretty funny though to see it. It's like a leaked image if you click in. It's, it's like a standard all in one. You'd kind of uh, expect from uh, Google HP. I don't know if it's a Google like back thing, but it's interesting to see Chrome OS come out of a Chromebook environment into an all-in-one or like there's all boxes. The boxes make sense because they're like all, all cheap things you can add to an office. But like, I yeah, wonder how many people would, how many people want this? You know, like <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of funny. I think maybe Google, maybe App, uh, HP wants to compete with the iMac. The stand looks yeah, really- but. Weird and tall. It's kind of nice. The iMac is like thousands of dollars compared to this, which is I would pay like max five hundred dollars for this. Because my Chromebook I bought was like around five hundred, and this is about the same spec, maybe better RAM, but 
you don't need 16 gigabytes of RAM to run Chrome OS, so. Hmm. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's pretty fun. Um, you find to see in stores and play around with, so looking forward to that. <laughs> I do the same thing, too, with phones. I go to stores and try them out. <laughs> yeah. It's been a while because, like, COVID and stuff, not everyone... And like touch <laughs> display models anymore. Uh, I used to go to Best Buy, but like, I feel like there hasn't been many like phones that I actually wanted to like mess around with lately. They've all been pretty much the same, just a really long slab of screen and either Android or iOS. Nothing like, I mean, there's foldables. I'm excited to see those come out, but you don't really see those on display anywhere, so. Yeah, you have some? my next topic has to do with DuckDuckGo. It's uh, yeah, that's right. kind of, yeah, you're right. <laughs> DuckDuckGo is an advocate for privacy. Um, this new service is an email service, but... DuckDuckGo knows that you it's pretty hard to change your email address on various platforms because you like sign into all these things and stuff. It takes a while to change all that stuff. So it's not only an email service with uh, duck.com um, domain name. Um, what it does is that it will forward your emails. I'm quoting. It sets up, it sets up it forwarding to your duck.com email address for you. Yeah, it'll forward your emails to your regular inbox after analyzing your uh, analyzing the contents for trackers and stripping any away. Okay, that's pretty cool. Um, have you seen those billboards? It's just like DuckDuckGo billboards. Like, oh yeah, they're all over the place when they're here. <laughs> like, search, we don't care what it is. Like, search for your heart's content and don't worry about tracking. I don't know what it says, but. Yeah, so I think it's pretty cool. I hope, like, it, it, they launched their beta program or they are. I don't know when it's starting. They, I, the article said that you may get invites to join. I applied to join the beta program, and they may, it'll start in a couple of weeks. Sending the like invites. It seems like some people might have invites already. I don't know where I could find one, but uh, yeah, it's cool how they try to protect your uh, personal email. They give you uh, these dummy email addresses for, like, free trials and uh, newsletters and random email (laughs) websites and stuff. So you don't have to, like, use your email address and all these things. And all these companies could develop a, 
identity to uh, advertise to you. There's a highly cited uh, study that says that email trackers exist in more than 70% of mailing lists as of 2017. I'm quoting, uh, once implied, once implied or applied, okay. <laughs> they let uh, advertisers figure it out when you or open the email where you are, and when you opened it, and which device you're using. Removing trackers will, or removing trackers from email removes data points that lists building hidden. What? Uh, removing trackers from email removes data points that lists from lists building hidden advertising profiles on you. <laughs> this is a weird sentence. Yeah, so I think this is really innovative. You could use it and you don't need to give up your old address and make all this weird transition and stuff. I've been exploring a lot of email services I abandoned Gmail for Vivaldi for a little bit, but people, I think people don't really understand the word Vivaldi that well. So when I said at Vivaldi, be like, what? At Viva LDI? Well, what is this? Like, yeah. Um, V-I-V-L-D-I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I don't even know. I thought it was just a web browser. Yeah, they do have email service and a web browser. Um, then I switched over to mail.com because that's super simple. Anybody could write down mail. <laughs> but mail.com is kind of like Google, but not as big. But not an ecosystem. <laughs> yeah, so it still sells your data and all that stuff and tracks you. And I kind of want to get get away from that so hope i look forward to this joining this beta and it'd be interesting to see if i could have all my email addresses be forwarded to me through this service and yeah i also bought my dot crypto domain so i could actually own my identity and the domain to my email so hopefully I could have all my email be like analyzed and cleansed with DuckDuckGo and then sent to my um, unstoppable domain email address that would be really cool but uh, yeah I'm surprised how feature rich this is I thought it was just going to be like an email address that you sign up for and it just strips it away, but it, it's really well thought out. Like a email VPN. <laughs> yeah, it is basically. It's, yeah. Yeah. 
So Kyler, I'll have to look uh, into that too. It's pretty cool. Huh? I'll have to look into the duck duck dot com email. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of uh, a I like weird duck. way to sign up for the yeah. uh, the beta. You gotta go and you gotta download the DuckDuckGo app, then go into the settings, and then sign up for the um, the beta in the settings. Because like you can't sign up in at the website. Alright. So it's kinda of... That works for me. I I actually instinctively go to different settings apps in in app or yeah. settings prefer like the preferences and different apps. There we go. <laughs> uh and I'll go through and I'll I could tap if they have like an a version or like an about or a version, like version three point two. I'll click on it a whole bunch to see if I can unlock any developer preferences. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> it works, sometimes it doesn't. It did work for the old Bing app on Android. But it doesn't work anymore. You have to find it in the activities. Yeah, the browser doesn't really seem to be that good. They seem to be more search-oriented than having a high-quality browser. Because I was trying to play your music for the live stream, but when I was like switching apps, it made the song sound really low or really slow. And when I switched to the oh. browser, it sped up. And then when I went away, it went, slowed down. So That's the weird. browser is not that good. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> yeah. So did you read into this uh, next topic, the uh, restoring? I saw uh, an article about it. I never actually read it, and then I lost the article. Did they end up having to restore the Hubble telescope? I'm like, yeah, I believe it's back online. Is that is that the one up in uh, space, or is the one like on Earth here? Yeah. No, it's the one in oh. space they were having issues with with the hardware, the backups, oh, or whatever. I, th- I don't know. Yeah, I too don't know how, but they did figure it out, and it's back online, and they put a picture up already huh. so it's crazy amazing amazing yeah um we had uh, a topic a few months ago about like repairing telescopes or like antennas that talked with like a probe or like some kind of instrument that would go around exploring it was like million like not millions like thousands of hundreds of thousands of like miles away and they would fix this one one antenna just so that it can continue the the search it was doing it's pretty crazy <laughs> yeah I think it was on Valentine's Day so he made fun of it <laughs> Yeah, maybe I could link that our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything else to say about the Hubble telescope? Or should Trevor move on with his astronomy topics? Yeah, we can move on. I just think it's amazing. I don't know. I'll have to look into it. <laughs> I don't know how they did it, but I'm sure it was amazing. But yeah, we can move mm-hmm. on. Okay. Yeah, um... Have a couple astrophysics uh, news articles that I found interesting. The first one's from a couple of days ago, and they were able to image a uh, plasma jet from a supermassive black hole. And 
that's one of the first that we were able to do. A couple of years ago, they, we saw the first one um, from the M87 Galaxy. I think that's like a, one of the, the famous ones that we all have seen with the black, out, the outline of the black hole. Um, so now the same telescope has been able to show is like a plasma jet being spat out of a supermassive black hole. This one's near yes. the center of the Centaurus A galaxy. Um, so it's a big announcement. Um, this article breaks it down. Um, yeah, so this one's about like 12 million light years away. And it's the closest radio loud source to Earth. Um, apparently, these plasma jets, they kind of like spit out when like uh, material like stuff like falls into the black hole and then it you don't know exactly but it like spits it back out somehow um, yeah so um, they discovered it's one of the first extra uh, galactic radio sources and so a plows the outflow of the jet plows through the galaxy and then they'll be able to like look into what the gas and how it may trigger star formations. So that's important, which is the one reason, you know, number one reason why it's like a big announcement because with further studies, they might be able to understand like how star formation might actually come. We know, like, there's gas and stuff that starts to be on what triggers it. Um, and then the second one is, the second reason why it's really important is, it shows that Einstein was right with his uh, general relativity. Um, the second confirmation, because it was also confirmed, I think, with the earlier observation. Um so yeah, this, the black hole at the center of the Centaurus A has masses like 55 million solar masses. Um, and this, uh, the latest image, kind of like the, the shadow, like the, e, the EHT, which is, what is the EHT? I read it. Um, Oh, yeah, they call it the Advanced Horizon Telescope, which is, I think that's what um, they were able to, like, image kind of like the the light emitting from the outside of the black hole. Uh, wasn't So with the EHT, they weren't able to image the shadow, but um, they were able to do, like, that iconic donor image in 2019. Um, yeah, so what it looks like, the jet is like a, hollow 3D cone with bright edges hmm. and yeah so in the image it actually helps him like understand shows him like where the jet terminates where it ends and uh, it, sh- it also says that through this like the edges of the jets are like particle accelerate where the particles accelerate is like lightly likely to happen and it's a candidate source for ultra-high energy cosmic rays. And that's where they actually see the jet. 
I finished the termination. So yeah, it's a kind of a big announcement. Um, still understand like the story, uh, like why these, what they are exactly. They know where what starts. Like they don't know what triggers it. I mean, like it's like when you see something, you see what happens, but you don't know what like why it happens or how it happens. Um, they know what's happening, but they don't know why and how. Um, so <laughs> there's a couple other telescopes that they're hoping that will help. Um, yeah, and the other article I have, it talks about <laughs> the VHT, which is like a very, a VALT. It's a very large telescope, and then they're hoping that this other <laughs> telescope has got like the... Um, like what is it called? It's funny because they just like name it an even bigger like telescope to differentiate from the older big one. Uh, extremely large telescope after the very large telescope. So yeah, that's the first article. The second one is a it's similar topic, but it's focusing on like. They were able to watch, like, explosion of um, star formations. And the way the image is just looks, like, amazing, like a bunch of fireworks. Um, so this is uh, substantial also because with further investigation, they'll be able, maybe be able to understand, like, what triggers these stars because... Black holes, they, they also, like, they push out, like, material to, to build, like, star, like, neighborhoods and also prevent certain formations from happening. But they don't know, like, what triggers these gas, like, uh, I guess compounds and everything that's needed to build the star formations to, like, actually start (laughs) creation, you know? Um, mm-hmm. yeah, so with a few different telescopes, they're able to, um, observe these. One of them, so this, they call themselves the Fangs team, P-H-A-N-G, the physics at high angular re- resolution in nearby galaxies. I guess they just skip out the A and just call it Fangs. Um, they used a couple different observatories, one to the, European Southern Observatory, uh, the very large telescope there, and then the Atacama Large Millimeter Array, the ALMA, to survey like 30,000 nebulas of warm gas, and they mapped around 100,000 cold gas like regions across 90 nearby galaxies. Um, yeah, and they were able to like get really awesome screen, like shots of these galaxies imaged um and yeah it looked like what i said this is kind of like a fireworks explosions how they just kind of came into formation um so it was a is around a black hole that they kind of started this reaction Um, they were they were just observing like with all these 
the data, the, what they've been watching, like surveying these nebulas um, from 90 different galaxies, and they will be able to witness these uh, star formations kind of come into existence. Uh, That's so cool. Yeah, so they really do able to do this because they combine the, the observations of all these super, like, the most powerful telescopes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then so it kind of mapped them out, kind of like a, a map you'd see in Earth, but of, like, galaxies. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so they will be able to, like, research further upon this understanding of, of this map with the, the upcoming James Webb Space Telescope and then the ESO's Extremely Large Telescope. And um, so that's one that's a space telescope, which is like out of those um, atmosphere. And then the Extremely Large Telescope, I think, is somewhere here on Earth. But bigger, <laughs> extremely large. Um, yeah, so with these new observation tools it, like they say within like for years you'll be able to have even more data and be able to push the limits and boundaries and hopefully learn more of how star formations actually come to pass because at this moment they said they don't have enough data with the telescopes they have they don't have like uh, what might like tell what because they can like tell like oh there's these kind of gases that are around it yeah. but they don't know like what causes these gases to like change and create stars that's the next step I guess is to understand what what triggers them That's cool. Yeah, that's my astrophysics uh, topics. Uh, my <laughs> typical and uh, the podcast topics. Unless someone else has anything, we can always. <laughs> nah, that's pretty cool. I don't really know very much about how all that stuff's done, <clears throat> about how it's like stars are made and all that. But that topic in itself is interesting to think about. Yeah, thanks for joining us, uh, Kyler. You're welcome. We've had a listener in the audience. He's been there for the longest. Hopefully we could talk to him after we finish. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so talk to you later. Yeah. All right, sounds good. Bye. So go ahead and end the recording? Yeah. All right. All right. Three, episode four. Yeah. Hey, Kyle. Oh, Jeffrey, do you want to join us? Three, you could three four. Has to. Uh, you request. Request to speak if you like. All right, guys, I will send you, Trevor, I'll send you, or Alex, I'll send you a link. 
uh, once this is done exporting. Nice. It'll be about a minute. Yeah, I've I've, right. I've been using a Chromebook with a Android voice recording app, so mine's not super high quality. Either. Wow, that's pretty cool, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's innovative. I like it. So, Kyla, you said that you you uh, you're taking the rest of the week off. Um, so r- close. So. Uh, we had a work party yesterday, Tuesday. Uh, usually I work all day, 7 to 10. But we had a work party at Dave & Buster's. And then I'm off Wednesday and Thursday. I have an 11-hour shift on Friday. And then I'm oh, pretty sure yeah. I'm going to work Saturday. But I was promised Sunday and Monday off. So uh, my girlfriend and I will be going up to Prescott, Arizona over the weekend. Nice. Nice. What's up? What's fun over there? Um, her grandpa has a cabin up there. We're just going to go in. It'll be nice. It'll be nice to kind of get out of the city. Yeah, tomorrow we're going to drive down to St. George to visit my uh, grandma. <laughs> I already said that. So, uh, it's probably close to the border of Arizona, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think so. It's up north. Yeah, a little change of scenery for me this weekend also. That's cool. That'll be really exciting, huh? Nice to get out. Yeah. Yeah, we I... did we we planned to uh visit her before, but we accidentally scheduled at the same time as Trevor's graduation, so my oh. wife went and I stayed here for Trevor's graduation and her grandma wanted to see me, so um, I'm going down. I forgot what I was going to say now. Oh, well. <laughs> so, what the, you said you want a TV at the <laughs> Dave yeah. Buster's? Well, my boss did a work raffle. He he gave raffle tickets out to everybody who was on time <laughs> for the meeting. Oh, yeah, and that's we cool. Got there and there was like five of us, six of us. And uh, <laughs> yeah, there wasn't very many. So the guys drew the thing. And usually like I'm the one because at, at my work at the bowling alley for leagues, for bowling leagues, usually I'm the one who's get, like reading out the raffle ticket. <laughs> like I'm not used to winning so I wasn't expecting to win at all and my, they're like who's KJ and I was like that's me yeah 32 inch <laughs> Vizio is that like uh, 1080p at least uh huh yeah 1080p right. you can use that like as a mini monitor <laughs> I was thinking about that that's what I was thinking or even just running dual screen and having my one my the small curved screen monitor is like my, you know, something for like if, if I'm making music to limit, like to to monitor the sound, and then just having that oh, big yeah. TV just to have a whole bunch of real estate. So that's a great idea. Oh. I have a desk. Thirty-two. Right? Yeah, 
Oh, that's pretty Which good that's, size. Yeah, that's, uh, that's all I need. <laughs> I mean, it's a slightly not as compact, but you'd be able to read everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my first job, I had those big monitors kind of like that, and it was so nice. I could... I could split the screen four ways, but my screen was still bigger than most laptops. With the different, it was so nice. It's like having multiple big screens in front of you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys very much. The link is updated or updated, uploaded. So I'll send you send you it in a moment. Yeah, I sent the email uh, over to Alex already. <laughs> yeah, I'm downloading it now. Yeah, I forgot to like try to aim for your spam portal, Alex. I'm saying <laughs> it's okay. I was my one of my goals is like always to get the email over to spam, but it never works. So. Yeah, it worked for the first couple times, but then mail registered him as like a normal person. <laughs> So I don't think you can go back into spam folder. All right, you guys have a good night. Yeah, have a good night. Yeah, Yeah, sorry. See you later. (laughs) Yeah. I guess uh, when else left. So later.